Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I have O.C. Mizrahi on with us. She is the founder of O.C. Livings, and I'm super excited for her to come on and share a little bit about her brand, um, the oils, which I have some, and they're amazing. Um, So welcome to the show today, O.C. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm really excited to jump in and, and, you know, share about my journey and yeah. Um, it was really lovely meeting you and love that fact that we have so much in common. Yeah. So I would love for you to kind of start with, you know, kind of your first introduction, I guess, to Ayurveda, since these oils are Ayurvedic in nature, how did that kind of come into your life? Um, and, uh, what was kind of your journey with Ayurveda? It's really interesting because for me, Ayurveda is very much about the food, you know, how we eat you know, the season, the type of dosha, the type of body you have. And when I was 15 years old, you know, this is a time when your hormone is shifting. And um, I almost feel like it's very similar to what I'm going through right now, you know, except now I'm going through perimenopause. And it's very similar um, effect on the body, you know, when you're 15, 16, and when you come into menopause, that could be mid 40s to 50s. And um, so my first introduction, as I said, was, did I lose you? I hear you. Sorry. Okay, good. So my first introduction was actually when I was uh, 15 years old. I had a neighbors or I was living in Israel and I had a neighbors who came to visit from the U.S. And they, I used to babysit for their kid and they invited me to go a weekend away with them. And I became really good friends actually with the parents more than babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> and they introduced me to uh, something called Fit for Life. I don't know if you remember, that was a huge revolutionary time in America where um, the diamond fat couple brought the notion of vegetarian food and how we mix the food together. So we shouldn't mix the carbohydrate with protein. And so that was actually my first introduction. And I was very interested in it because I was starting to gain weight and my body was changing. And so he shared the book with me, the husband, and then they asked me to come with them to spend the weekend in the kibbutz. Kibbutz is um, sort of a social community within Israel. And this is actually how Israel was founded by kibbutzim, which is, uh, you know, based on farming, uh, based on collaboration of working the land and selling either, you know, milk or, you know, vegetation. And they introduced me to uh, this family who lived on the kibbutz who were vegan. And that was time where I was at this aha moment of understanding there is a different way of eating. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents were very much about eating a lot of meat. Meat is important to you. And, um, coming to understanding there is another way at age 15 and not having enough tools, I had this yearning in my heart to learn more. And, you know, like Oprah always said, you know, you have this aha moment. Jumping forward, um, I'm coming to New York City, my family moved to the state and I'm exposed to macrobiotic and which is based on, you know, the uh, Japanese philosophy of eating and yoga 
and right so now i'm now i'm entering deeper into the holistic world and this is really very much not something i wanted as a job it was very much i i had this feeling of knowing like i've been there i've done this before it's familiar to me i'm very very much in a desire to learn more and i'm 18 uh, and then I jump into that and I immerse myself into yoga and study Iyengar, uh, top teachers in New York City, get very fortunate to meet great gurus. And then jumping forward, I'm meeting John Friend, who was very much into the Muktananda, um, you know, the, the guru um, from um, South Falls. And then I learned about Ayurveda food and yoga. So about the year 2000. And my friend recommended me to do Panchakarma with Akhtalad. So within a few years, I went into Panchakarma and I think that really opened me up into uh, realizing there was something very profound about Ayurveda. And Akhtalad immediately connected with me and said, you really should come and study with me. And he invited me in. Um, I felt very blessed. Uh, I studied with Akhtalad and um, that was when the first time I was like, you know, people need to know about this and I need to make, make it accessible for people to do it at home. Because as you know, Panchakarma, it's not a cheap and it's expensive to do. And, uh, and the definition of Panchakarma is to extract the karma, the toxic out of your body, if it's karmically or it's a disposition of your body. So I created a line of oils and very much it's for men and women, but I'm a woman. So I made uh, a lot of my, my oils are made for um, women hormone, balancing the hormone, working on the lymphatic system, reproductive system. So I made a belly oil that it's wonderful for digestive. Since we know that in Ayurveda, the digestive is one of the most important parts of our um health <clears throat> and i also made breast oil for women awareness as well as uh, balancing the hormone i have ashwagandha i have castor oil i have wonderful things in the product that are really traditionally made ayurveda way mm, i love that i would love us to kind of go down that that system in particular the lymphatic system, you know, cause I think sometimes, you know, maybe people have heard of it. Maybe they're like, Oh, I'm not exactly sure how it works. Um, and why Ayurveda, you know, deems the system as important to the body, which obviously your oils are definitely hitting on. So can you just tap into a little bit about the lymphatic system? Yeah, of course. So, you know, the lymphatic system is, um, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, respond to down to our immune respond to fight off infection and disease and you know even tumors. Um, and um, you know when when you put the breast oil, it's not just for the breast. You, you start the lymphatic system start. Uh, and, and by the way, I have also hair oil, and it's also will work on the lymphatic system because you put it around your neck right? Lymphatic system going all around your neck and the breast area and even the digestive and as well as going through the reproductive, which is in your thighs. And um, even you can do it on, use it, my belly oil on your yoni. 
So you would go all around the lymphatic system and reproductive, and it's very important for you know the blood circulation and moving the lymph system. So it's you know you're working on your toxic, clearing the toxic, and I feel like it's so aligned with panchakarma because if you think about how we get in the treatment, the abhyanga, which is the body massages that go from the periphery all the way into the core, we're stimulating the lymphatic system and we move in the energy and we move in the oxygen. Can you expand yeah. more on breast massage and why they're so important to do? I mean, that's one that I learned when I went through my Ayurvedic school and um, that's been one of my most popular blog posts that I did of like how to do them. Um, so I would love, and I haven't had anyone come on and talk about breast massage in particular. So I would love to hear, you know, kind of what inspired you to go down that road and make that, you know, oil and, you know, how you teach people about, yeah. you know, the importance of this. Yeah. I have a few friends who are uh, struggling right now with brank breast cancer. And, um, I think the number one is for me to make a breast oil was awareness Mm. is to be connected. You love your breast. You don't like your breast. You know, this is really about connecting to your breast, not just the appearance, but there's an emotional connection. And I think there's a lot of shame and a lot of unworthiness feeling that comes from the area of the chest. Uh, There's also an area of the grief as we know, and the lymph system and the lungs. So I wanted to cover all that area. First, the awareness. And then the second thing is running around your breast 30 times, massaging it clockwise. About 30 times, it's a practice that I do a few times a week. That's the first thing you would detect cancer, right? Is just feeling it. And I also believe I really believe that if you have an awareness and you connect to a part of your body and you're slowing down, I think your body will give you messages. Your body will tell you if something is off. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. I mean, I've seen that from clients who've actually had breast cancer. I've had two share that exact same sentiment of like, they knew something was wrong. And, um, but the slowing down part of like, or the body slows down. And then that's when, you know, you're like, yeah, something's not right. Um, so not only do you have, you know, the, the breast massage, but you tapped into a little bit about the belly massage. And this is something that I like to, um, share a lot in the podcast because it's one that I used to have. I'm going to say used to, because at the time this airs, I'm going to be post baby and I'm going to be great digestion, but constipation was always something that I've dealt with. And so for me, having that stomach massage and doing that stomach massage actually is very helpful and doing twists in the evening. So I would love for you to chat a little bit about the belly massage and maybe how to do it properly. How often should people do that? And then maybe even exploring castor oil. Cause I love castor oil packs. Um, and how Me maybe too. you incorporate that <laughs> with constipation. Yeah. So it's funny you're saying I just did it. I had an hour between our meeting and I was like, okay, you know, before lunch, I want to rest a little bit. Um, My mind was going and going for 5 a.m. I'm working on a book that I'm about to publish. So uh, I needed to slow down my mind a little bit. And I was like, digestive, it's our second brain, right? So number one, our second brain isn't digestive and we need to remember that. Number two, in Ayurveda, 
the digestive is, is the most important part of your being, as well as in Kundalini yoga, we really work on the breath of fire to pump your navel, to pump your digestive and your organs. I struggle with inflammation in my digestive since I'm a kid. I always had cramping, um, like you say, constipation, very um, disconnected from my digestive. I think I would run hours without eating. Mm. You know, I would run around. I was super skinny as a kid and probably had a lot of cramps because I wasn't eating. Right. Later on, what I discover starting to do Marma Point is that your digestive should always, should never really go on empty. And in Ayurveda, we do a lot of the hot water drinking. We don't drink cold water, right? We drink mm -hmm. warm or I, I drink hot water and I do it constantly, winter, summer, spring. Constantly make sure that I have liquid or something in my, my food, my digestive, so it doesn't go on empty. And the reason is because you accumulate air in your digestive tract and then you accumulate gas and the gas is what's causing, as we know, babies, colleagues and adults as well, inflammation, bloatiness, pain. So I started doing belly massages. Um, I worked with two practitioners who do Marma points and they were working on my digestive and doing a lot of massages. And I was like, I had a moment of like a ha moment. I was like, wait a minute, I got to have a belly massage that will have, you know, great ingredients like yeah. castor oil and, you know, castor oil. I also have trifala in it and Tulsi and sandalwood. I mean, I have so many great ingredients in it because I also like not just the traditional Ayurveda, I also like to bring the modern Ayurveda, which is bringing a little bit of essential oils and smell because we like all our senses to open up. So I added nice um, essential oil, everything is organic. And the, or the belly massage, I do it almost like a dough. My grandfather used to teach me how to do massage, right, when I was very young. So I make it like a fist, and I go around the navel clockwise. So you're going down on your left side of the digestive, right, descending. And then I'm going up on the right side of the digestive. And I'm going in a circular movement and almost like making a fist with my hand, and I'm rolling it like my belly is a dough all around and to be honest with you you start you start on the surface on the skin but eventually you start going in into the muscles and into the organs and go deeper as as as, as deep as you can take it you know I go pretty deep but I've been doing it for a long time and I started to see that with the castor oil pack and with putting the herbs that are brewed and cooked for a long time you know, where are in, in the product of the um, uh, feminine belly oil and doing those massages. Again, I do it about 30 times as well. That's the number I always choose or choose a number. And you're going clockwise and you're massaging. And sometimes you feel like you have pops that's happening. So the air trap, the trapping is like releasing. Uh, between the Ayurveda and the lifestyle, and the herbs and the belly massages and the oils um, I, and kundalini yoga, I completely cured 
um, you know, my diagnosis of colitis, you know, IBS, all that labeling that you get in the Western uh, medicine. They thought originally that I have Crohn's disease, but I wasn't uh, actually, eventually I wasn't a candidate. But um, I really feel I saved my life. I was, you know, I was, it was a really, really challenging time for me. And the fact that I'm on no medication and six, um, you know, weeks ago I had, uh, you know, a test by my gastroenterologist and they were like, you're totally clean. It's like a miracle for me. Wow. That's amazing. And I love that technique with the fist. I have not, I've never done it with a fist and, you know, the massage with the dough, like, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Cause I've always done it with my fingertips and like got in there, but I'm like, oh, I love that idea with the fist. So I will definitely have to try that. So perfect. Um, I would love to kind of know what is your favorite oil from your line? Which one is kind of your go-to? <laughs> I mean, I, I have my face oil next to my bed. I have it in my bathroom. I also always have it in my pocketbook. I put it uh, as a, I use it as a perfume. I use it, you know, before I go out surfing and before my sunscreen. <laughs> I put it on my hair. I put it as, you know, on my wrist. It's definitely my go-to, my okay. face oil. Um, and I would say that that, and, and I really, really enjoy doing the breast massage and the belly massage. Um, those are important to me. And for me, my shine, even though my constitution is Pitta and my Pitta dosha is actually, the name is manifest. I actually been using more of the Vata oil. Uh, which is the shine and that one have rose in it and I do it before the shower or after the shower often I do it after the shower around my back and belly and chest and around my uh, periphery and the reason I use the shine um, because for me it's also protection energetic protection Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm around a lot of people I treat a lot of you know I see a lot of clients from all over the world via Zoom or, um, you know, when I'm in New York, I see them personally or when I'm in California. Um, but for me, you know, going out in the world, I like my energy to be contained so I can be served better so I don't leak my energy and I have good strong boundaries. And the shine oil for me is a symbolize of protecting the energy. Also, my uh, body oil shine is um, very much for people creative and and it's something that um, I promote in my work is creativity oh that's oh I love that so that's, that's the one that I have it's too. part of the whole <laughs> the shine yes I'm like I love it yeah yeah well I would love to kind of yeah. switch into I, that I think gear like modern yeah well, I would love to kind of for you to share about your vision, because I think, you know, I, I've chatted with you before about kind of your direction and, you know, where you see Osai, you know, your oils and the company and bringing in the women and all of the, you know, the retreats. I would love for you to share kind of with the audience, like your vision for, you know, the direction of the next couple of years for you. Yeah, yeah. thank you for asking. I yeah, my son just joined the company to help oh. me out. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. And now we re, uh, 
working the retreats. I've been doing retreats, Ayurveda retreats, and also yoga retreat, a teacher training since 2004. And our niche right now for retreat will be, be based on treatment of panchakarma as well as the yoga and the kundalini and a mastermind program as well. Wow, cool. Uh, so if people really want transformation in their life, uh, you know, people who went through a certain addictions and they really want to find their connection to their soul. And uh, I feel that Ayurveda and the uh, the element of panchakarma really gets you so deep into your soul and uh, work on your nervous system, anxiety. And I feel like it's time to share this in a more of a retreat setup where, and we're hoping to do it in Costa Rica where I'm at right now. And the, so it will be the element of, you know, we're going to have Shiradara, I'm going to teach people how to do Abhyanga, Tanskrip, Nostril, Oils, Manasya, um, uh, you know, pooling, you know, with coconut oil, and just teach people to take all these practices home. Mm-hmm. So That's our next cool. our next venture, yeah, is for me to finish the book, which is the next three months, and then start working on retreats again. <sighs> Wow. And what is your, can you share a little bit more about like what your book is about? And at the time of this airing, it might actually, you'll probably be done, you know, writing the book. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't believe it's happening. It's been um, a long process. And uh, the book is, the name of the book is Building the Home Within. Love that name. Thank you. And it's very much going back home. You know, how all our, um, you know, circumstances and misfortune or challenges, if it's health or if it's, you know, from the physical, from the mind, from the body, from the spirit, from all the elements of, um, you know, disposition of, of um, you know, disconnecting from yourself. You know, it's all to that duality is all, all for the sake of bringing you back home. And instead of uh, being a victim for your circumstances, we learn from them. And uh, we, you know, we take responsibilities with also, you know, forgiveness to yourself and then moving on into the next chapter where you can actually help other people. And I see so many people that tell me their stories and how they took their you know, life circumstances and move it around and turn it around into helping others. And um, this is very much about my book. Um, you know, I got divorced in 2016. It, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, was definitely an eye opening for me about how to, you know, get divorced in, in, in this country. It's like, it's a little bit of shocking for me in New York. Uh, the way the system is working. And I think that, um, you know, part of it is about that experience and also, um, you know, learning to, you know, work with feeling of unworthiness and shame and, um, you know, take all of, take all my circumstances and change it and helping other women to empower themselves, mm-hmm. be independent and building themselves again from the inside out. 
I would love to, um, you know, kind of pull the threads because I find everyone in the yoga Ayurveda, we, we all have kind of that theme of coming back in and going home. So what are some of the ways that you personally go within and come back home to yourself when you feel like you're kind of starting to maybe lose the sense of self? Yeah, it's a, such a great question. I mean, today is an example of how I brought myself home. Um, I knew there's a lot going on um, and uh, I was very tired last night. So I decided to go to sleep early. Um, you know, I did the uh, feet massage uh, before I went to sleep. And I also did the head, the um, hair, hair oil massage, uh, warmed it up and put it over my head, went to sleep, got up at 5 a.m. It was enough hours. If I went to sleep at 9 a.m., you know, you get up at 5, it's perfect amount of sleep. And, you know, I had my tea in the morning with lemon, hot water and lemon. And then I went and practiced meditation. And I did my Kriya. I'm doing a 40-day Kriya for immunity for my immune system. And um, after that, I sat down and did about three hours of writing towards my book and um, went and did some kitchery, you know, for my, uh, you know, early, early breakfast. And um, had before my breakfast, I actually had uh, celery juice. So all those practices about, about meditation, uh, eating at home, I decided I had a couple things to do and I decided to stay home and do all my meetings from home. And that's for me, um, you know, our home is not just a physical home, but it's also our internal home. And there's a relationship between them. You know, I, I made sure my space is clean. And my kitchen is clean so I can cook and all my vegetables were cut and ready to make my kitchery. And, um, you know, I'm sitting and having tea while I'm, you know, doing this podcast. So I'm taking care of myself. I'm making sure that, you know, um, I'm connected to myself. I did uh, nostril oil today, the nausea, um, you know, uh, just to keep myself clear. And I put the uh, flannel with castor oil on my belly with a heating pad as well today. And all those practices bringing you home. Simple as that, you know. Yes. And I always, I always say I, I, I'm a multitask and I do a lot of things. That's how I function at the same time. But my mantra is less is more. So, I mean, I, I love know. those practices that you shared because they are, I mean, they're very Ayurvedic by nature and they're not like, oh, I needed to spend three hours going to get, you know, a spa treatment or I had to go somewhere. Cause I think a lot of the times when we think about like, how do we come back home? It is those things. It's like, oh, I don't have time, but everything you just laid out. I mean, you just folded it into your day and just took a little extra time for yourself. And I mean, I really, I really thank you for sharing that. Cause that's, very much I'm like, oh, I can, I totally do those things. But I think sometimes even when you practice them this regularly, it's just part of your life that you forget to share that with people because you forget not everyone has those tools. And so I think that's, um, you know, what you shared, I think is going to be very helpful for people just to realize, wow, I don't need to go, you know, have a whole weekend, you know, a girl's weekend to kind of recoup. Yes. So, so true. So great. The way you put it, I, this is why I, uh, created the, my retreats 
is so I can teach people in that week or two weeks or a month if they're doing teacher training with me to really have and integrate this lifestyle into the daily life. If you, if this has become part of your life and you, I always say, if you do something for 40 days, you reprogram your brain. And I feel like the hot oil, a hot um, drinking hot water, that should, I would say, take that as your practice, you know, putting uh, warm oil on your feet and warm oil on your head before you go to sleep. That could be a great practice. Doing the nausea oil, my clear nas, you know, um, nostril oil. This is really wonderful to keep your immune, immune system strong and, and protect you from bacteria, disease, and so forth. Keeping your digestive healthy, doing belly massage. You know, I do it at least three, four times a week. And it literally takes me two minutes. Yeah. Yes. I like that you shared and that too. cooking at home. Yeah. The, the practices cooking of oiling, home. I think sometimes can get people like, oh, do I have time to do all of the, the oils? But when you just shared, you know, it took two minutes and that's how I am at night when I do my abhinyanga before I go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I just oil up my my body, but it's, you know, I put a towel out on my couch and sometimes I'm listening to music. Sometimes I'm just sitting there and, you know, it doesn't take that long. It doesn't have to be a full hour practice. You know, it can be a five, 10 minute ordeal, you know, just how does it fit into your day? Yeah. Yeah. And I do power naps of 10 minutes, um, a few times a week. I love that. You know? Yeah. I lie down even if I don't fall asleep, but most of the time I do. (laughs) And it's like <laughs> like 10 to 20 minutes and I'm like fresh and back to like, okay, now I'm going to have a cup of tea and I'm going to go back to work. So I really give myself uh, time to integrate all my work and space between each project. And, you know, it's just being kind to yourself. You know, we are, we are a Western society. We're so hard on ourselves and, you know, we constantly more and more and more and, it's not the quantity, it's the quality. Yes. Oh. Well, if people are wondering where they can find you and connect with you or, you know, even, you know, go to your retreats, where can they get that information? So really the best way is um, to join my mailing list. You know, you can go to OC Living, OCOils.com. Also on Instagram, I post a lot of things. I'm going to start doing TikTok (laughs) because I think it's the, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, And basically OCOils, OCLiving.com, either one. And um, I would say that everything will be there. If you join my mailing list, you'll get once a month. I'm not sending a lot of emails uh, once a month, what's going on with me, what retreats I'm doing, where I'm at. I'm, I'm traveling all over the world. So I'm not just in Costa Rica. I'm also in New York. I'll be in LA in the spring um, and uh, probably, you know, Portugal and Israel as well. So I'll be doing retreats all over. So there's an opportunity for um, anyone to join and jump in. Perfect. And the very... It's a very individualized. So everyone get to be interviewed. I get to know to know you before the retreat. And um, yeah, so the retreat starts the moment you sign in. And uh, we should have one that we're going to put on the website in Costa Rica in, um, in the spring, mm. 2023. Love it. 
All right. Well, I just have one final question for you. I always like to throw out a weekly challenge for all the listeners. And then when I have a guest on, I have you throw out the challenge to everyone. So what would you like that to be this week? I would say that um, since, since the U.S. right now, it's, you know, we're going into the colder season. It will be a great time to start with warm water, drinking constantly, you know, hot. I would say hot water you don't need to put anything in it in the morning you can put lemon but during the day just drinking and you'll see how we are you know we're dehydrated we don't drink enough and the hot oil what it does it's really remove the ama and the definition of ama the sanskrit word is toxic so you remove and flush the system it's also how great it is for the lymphatic system you know, to constantly be hydrating. And um, I would say that uh, that will, that actually really create a huge shift for me. Simple, but create a huge shift for me, uh, drinking hot water throughout the day. Yes, yes. I know my husband has an ice maker that he moved to the basement because I was like, <laughs> nope, our water is room temperature at least. And then I will also yeah. in the winter months um, and then into the spring as well, I have my warm, you know, hotter water, but yes, during the yeah. summer, I'm usually room temperature. There's my little pitta. I get too, too fiery, too hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your digestive love it warmed, yes. you know, it's less work for it. Yes. You know, to, yeah, it's a lot less work. It's easier on the digestive and um, yeah, it's very grounding. It is. Yeah. And that was one, one of my teachers had said, um, that was one shift. She had a client make who was trying to lose weight and that was her main goal. And she said that shift was the only shift she made. And she started to lose weight because again, it improved her digestion. And so, um, I always find it amusing when I'm like, see people who are like, Oh, you don't need to drink, you know, room temperature, warm water. It doesn't do anything for you. I'm like, Oh, no, it really, really does. Like Ayurveda has, you know, text written on this. It it does. Yeah. A lot of time. Yeah, totally. And a lot of time we hungry because we think we hungry, but we are really thirsty. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Especially in the colder months. Cause I mean, you're just like, Oh no, it's I'm cold. I don't need to drink. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I grew up in the desert. We don't drink much. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so I had to really reprogram myself. Uh, to drink a lot more and it created a huge shift my oh, yeah. skin I mean that's what I was gonna say it. too skin is the biggest organ the skin just shines after you have some so it's not so dry yeah yeah, oh. yeah. well thank and, you so and, much and the good thing is you're welcome and the good thing is that whoever buy the oils through you uh can get discount yes. which will be wonderful yeah so they can take advantage of that and I'll put that all and, in the show uh, notes and I have it in my blog too. So if anyone's interested, I do have a discount code and um, you can find that in the show notes or over from the, um, just head over to the blog and you'll be able to, to snag that link and try the oils. They are wonderful. And I love, I love all of the ones that I've tried. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>